You're listening to The Peddler's Podcast, a talk with business owners, politicians, and musicians about how they got to where they are and what the future holds for these local businesses. And now from Frank's Restaurant, Will Peppers. And welcome to The Peppers Podcast. I am Will Peppers, and I am here with Christy. Is it Morrow? Morin. Morin. Mm-hmm. Morin. Christy Morin. And go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, I am the owner of Attic Salt Boutique and also Oak and Acorn um, Infant and Toddler Shop. Excellent. Uh, where is that at? Attic Salt is located at 502 Main Street in Vincennes, and Oak and Acorn is at 506 Main Street um, in Vincennes. Right next door to each other. Yes, sir. Um, where are you from? I'm originally from uh, Lawrenceville. Okay. Yeah. Right um, across the bridge. Yep. Yeah. Live uh, here in Vincennes now with my husband and my son. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, how old's your son? He is 13. 13. Yeah. What does your husband do? He is a salesman for Valley Electric Supply. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, what is your educational background? Well, actually, I went to school to be um, an x-ray tech. I also have my uh, certification in CT. And, um, yeah. So that schooling's very, <laughs> really helping you with your current job, right? Uh, yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite question because there's been so many people that have come on here yeah. that whose education is far flung from what they are currently doing. Yep. And Absolutely. it's, it, it's great it, to know that you don't have to have an education necessarily in what you're doing. It absolutely helps. Of course. But yeah, you, you can go to school for, well, we had, uh, Rick Patterson on the podcast and he went to school for special education. Really? Yeah. That's what I said too. I was like, I was amazed. By that's that. cool. But that's yeah, cool. It's, uh, obviously he doesn't use that much now. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's been extremely successful for, for quite a long time. So, uh, what are your hobbies? Some of your favorite things to do? Um, I enjoy reading. I'm a super puzzler. Uh, my friend jokes about how quickly I can do puzzles. Um, I enjoy working out. Uh, running is actually my favorite. I enjoy doing half marathons and just hanging out with my family and my friends. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to love running and as I've gotten older, I you know, need problems and, and everything else. I really probably need to start doing that again <laughs> and working out, but you know, finding the time in the day anymore, but yes. Uh, how did you get started? Well, um, so I actually worked a CT and x-ray job. I was, um, a supervisor at Davies community hospital for, I don't know, 11, 12 years, something like that. Um, ended up leaving there and I was a secretary at Kemper for a couple of years <laughs> and, uh, Actually, owning my own shop was something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, of course, fearful. What if it doesn't last? You know, what if it doesn't make it? Um, my husband was super huge and supportive in that. He's like, give it a try. Why not? So we opened Attic Salt in 2017. Um, and it, had, it did well, very well. Um, the community was very receptive. And so then in November of 18, we opened the home and gift site of Attic Salt. And he kept pushing me and talking about kids, mm-hmm. opening a kid's store. 
we didn't have a whole lot, you know, be a good service to the community also, because mm -hmm. there's, you know, you hate to, for people to have to go out of town for services. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, we opened it in April of 22. So here we are. Wow. Yeah. And that's a kind of tumultuous time to do that too, with, with COVID and everything. How, how yes. did that affect you when you were doing that? Uh, the baby shop, you mean? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, honestly, at the time, I didn't, I wasn't nervous about it. I felt like we would have good response to it. Um, getting product was a little bit of, uh, what do I want to say? Like, I mean, it was just, it was a little difficult mm -hmm. because everything was slow shipping then. Mm -hmm. Um, but we just made sure we had the majority of it before we started. And, um, yeah, it took off. I mean, it, we opened it from there. Yeah. So we, we ran into supply chain issues too with, yeah. with a lot of this stuff. And, you know, we're still dealing with some of that. Um, you have a lot of the bigger chains that are able to snatch up. It, it, what it is is a lot of shipping mm -hmm. containers is what they were they were snatching that up. And, hey, we're bigger than you. That's too bad. So yep. a lot of smaller businesses have suffered. A lot of businesses had to close because of it. Yeah. So it's good to see that that, yeah. that didn't affect you enough to, to worry of that, yes. that way. Yes. Um, w you said that you always wanted to open a shop. Was it always a clothing shop you wanted to do? Or did you just want to own your own business? Um had interest in like a you know like a clothing shop or a gift shop something of that nature mm -hmm. um not food just yeah. because I mean like I commend anyone who does food because I think there's so many hoops you have to jump through that I was like I'm not cut out I'm not yeah. cut out for that I hate to say that but you know um, it is it is a whole nother basket on top of is. the issues of having to pay bills and keep your your employees paid you do have to deal with the health department yes and and that is a whole nother basket of worms yep. that that is very hard to deal with if you're not prepared to do it right and and with other businesses you you don't necessarily have to pay attention to you know sanitation you don't have to pay attention to you know the temperatures that you keep that's what i was going to say at. keep it yeah keeping and, your product and fresh. that is the hardest thing because you're spending so much money on these refrigerators and freezers in some yeah. cases and and if you don't keep those working properly you can lose a lot of money very quickly and yeah. then the health department can come in and shut you down yeah so you're right it is uh probably a smart idea <laughs> no. for a lot of people <laughs> to not have to deal with it but yeah i uh i, I know what you mean <laughs> You feel that pain. I, I definitely <laughs> feel that pain. And you know what? We're, we're not enemies with the health department. We oh, rather no. they come in. No. And absolutely, we've, we've absolutely welcomed them in because we, we're, we don't have anything to hide. Right. And you shouldn't. I mean, this is a service to the people. Yes. You can really make somebody sick. So we absolutely want to be on, on the ups for all of that. Um, what were some of the issues you faced when you were opening the business? We talked about uh, COVID for... Um, oak and acorn but yeah. attic salt was open before covid hit. it was mm -hmm. it was honestly i think for me it would have probably been um teaching myself because i didn't go to school for marketing i didn't i mean so i didn't have that background i didn't have a lot of that um i knew that i wanted to open a clothing store but i didn't know where do you buy from you know so all of that was um really teaching myself um, sometimes learning the hard way 
and, um, you know, just, just figuring out all those little bits and pieces that you don't necessarily think of. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was, would have probably been what I would say was the challenge whenever we opened out Salt. Mm -hmm. So Um, when, with those, with looking for those answers, did you have resources you could go to or were you kind of just searching the internet for whatever you could find just searching the internet I didn't really feel like I had anyone I could bounce off of you know and I didn't want to feel like anyone I didn't want to offend anyone like in the fact that oh hey where do I you know where do I get this from or Mm -hmm. you know because they're trying to make a living too um, and they want to be successful and and I'm sure that feels invasive so I didn't want to be that person either. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a lot of just researching and learning and trial and error and, you know, getting stuff in and, um, nope, maybe I don't like this company or, you know, but it's sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we found, um, cause we've gone to different restaurants and we were, we're friends with a lot of yeah. other restaurant owners in town. So it's a little easier to go to your friend and be like, Hey, can you can you help me with this right um but i i've found more and more there's you're always going to have somebody who's going to feel like you're invading their space but for the most part it seems like everybody has been very forthcoming with with help with anything that we need yeah so i i would encourage people that if you want to do something you should go and ask yeah ask the questions because even if one place is going to shoot you down and be like, well, I'm not going to help you. You're going to find somebody who's going to be like, hey, you know what? I'm having a blast doing this. Good luck. Right. Or they're going to be like, hey, you don't know what you're in for. Good <laughs> luck. But either way, you're going to get some answers. Yeah. So that's that's uh, nice. What, uh, what resources, where did you go to find some of those answers? A lot of it was online. And then um, I found myself, especially on uh, Facebook, you know, there's like, boutique owner groups and so that was nice you know you could bounce some of those questions off of someone who wasn't anywhere close to you that didn't feel threatened in the slightest or you know you didn't have to worry about making uncomfortable um joined a few uh like some groups you can pay for some groups are Mm -hmm. free that sort of deal just did those kind of things until I learned and kind of got on my feet and I will say um you know, here we are almost six years later and I'm still learning every day. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm a firm believer. If you're not continuing That's to learn, right. you're going to start dying. Yes. And because especially, and we've seen it here these last 10 years, the face of business has completely changed with social media. Yes. It, it, there's a whole new venue. Of, well, in just right here, podcasts. Right. I mean, 10 years ago, they were just starting out and now you have hundreds and thousands of podcasts that you can go and look for and and that's another thing with um with social media and and facebook and and like you said the groups there there's a whole nother media group and a whole nother source for people to go to now and be able to find those answers that that you have especially if you don't have them in your community like you said you can reach out to somebody who's in Indianapolis or Evansville or Chicago or New right. York that has boutiques and they can let you know what worked for them and what didn't work for them. Right. And, and I'm sure that you found many groups that were like Oh, that. yes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. What are some of the current issues that you're facing with today's economy? Um, I would definitely say, like most people, the uh, cost 
of everything. Mm -hmm. The cost of shipping. I mean, shipping is astronomical. Not only what we're paying to um, get the items here, but what we're paying to get things, you know, to customers. Yeah. Um, And you want to try to offer services to your customers. You know, we try to do like free shipping and stuff. And you find, uh, like, for instance, we had an order the other day, um, 10 pound box going to Arizona, 70, $75, you know, and that's hard when you are offering free shipping. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that cost of things is, is huge. Um, also price increases for your customer, you know, and I think a lot of people realize, Hey, everything's gone up. I expect it to cost more. Um, but that's still kind of a hard one to throw at your customers, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. You were in here last week and we got, you know, we had this at whatever cost, but now it's more. And, you know, um, we don't mark things up until we get new shipment. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't change prices on old things or whatever. Um, I try to, pass, you know, if I can get a savings or something, I try to pass that along to my customers. Um, but there are certain products that we restock so quickly. And, you know, for a while I kept eating the cost and eating the cost and, and, you know, you're like, okay, I, I can't do this. There's forever. a breaking point. Yes. Yeah. Like I want to be able to do this for my customers. Um, but unfortunately it can't be at a loss out of my pocket, exactly, you yeah. know, um, because we are still a business and mm-hmm. we still do want to be open to offer our customers that service. So I think most people are pretty, pretty receptive. They understand, mm-hmm. they get it. Um, but you also just don't want to drive a customer away, yeah. you know? Well, and there's a difference between a Walmart clothing right. option and what you're selling, which is not a very cheap product right you're you're selling a quality product to to people so that is going to cost a little bit more which is what we run into too we're not mcdonald's here right and we are we're an elevated you're going to get an elevated burger when you come here so yes you know we we don't have a five dollar menu yeah yeah (laughs) well and you find that like you know along that lines like i can't buy a whole shipping container full i would never sell it yeah and for us we like to turn merchandise. So when customers come in, they're seeing new things, unless it's like a staple, like our purses, they're a staple. Um, which of course we're still getting in new and fresh ones, but we try to keep a lot of the old ones that are common, you know, that are hot sellers, Mm -hmm. but clothing wise, you know, we are trying to, I always want people to see new stuff, Yeah, you know, so I'm not going to buy a shipping container full to get a deal. Because I don't want to still have it in a year, yes. you know, yeah. I, I want to see something new. Well, and clothing is such a trendy thing that if yes. you don't get rid of something, you're going to be sitting on it for a while. Yes. And, and then you're going to have to look for outlet. Is that something that you can do? Can you go to outlets or have you been able to get rid of all of your stuff without having to get rid of old? We've um, done pretty well about getting rid of a lot of our stuff. Of course, sometimes that means you're selling it at a cost that's way less desirable, but you know, um, I'm so bad. I say to the girls a lot, I'm like, and I'm tired of seeing this. And they're like, it's not been here very long. I'm like, okay. They're like, cause you're here every day. Mm -hmm. Customers aren't coming in every day. They don't see that every day. And 
and maybe I, not that's even just, every month. No, yeah, yeah, and that's just my personality, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, um, yeah, I enjoy seeing fresh things, so I want to be able to offer that to my customers. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we have uh, artwork that we display from local artists in here. Yes, and and it's the same thing. It's like. Ha- have we had this for two months now? It's like, no, dude, no. It's just it's just been a month, and we're going to get a new one here the first Friday. So it's nice that we're able to to bring in new stuff all the time and, yes. and display it. And it, uh, it just grows on you a little bit. So. Yes. <laughs> um, how many How many items do you carry like clothing and purses what what else do you carry so of course um clothing purses jewelry shoes um all kinds of home decor from florals to wall hangings to baskets you name it um we have picked up our gift business we're trying to increase what we carry because you know we've lost some gift type stores and here in town and Mm -hmm. so we carry let's see we carry cards we carry all kinds of like gift items um bags totes i'm trying to think even clear down to bath bombs and soap Mm -hmm. so just uh about anything you could think of i think is in there do you have any local uh local people who produce products that you carry? We do. So um, our soap is made from uh, Beach Hill Soap Works. She's out of uh, Monroe City. Mm -hmm. We have um, our bath bombs and stuff are made by, I knew I couldn't think of her name. Um, Anyway, she is originally from Washington, and so she makes those for us. And then we have a a group of ladies and their husbands who make jewelry for us, and they're out of Washington. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. I'm trying to think if I'm leaving anyone out. I don't think so, but, yeah. So we try to carry some local stuff also. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what's been your best seller in there? Like, it, oh, well, yeah, what's been your best seller? Um, I would say probably our purse line. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny thing is when we first opened we carried a few purses and they some of them sold but not real great and um so that was in 17 and in 2020 actually the week before everything shut down mm-hmm. we i went to market in atlanta and um the lady with me was like i think you know you really need to think about carrying purses again and i'm like oh you know, and she's like, well, she convinced me. She's like, start with just these little ones. Start small. See where it goes. And I'm like, okay. And we joke now because she's like, it probably took you an hour to pick out 12 or 13 little purses, same purse, mm-hmm. just different colors. And and that purse line has just moved over and over and over again. And we've expanded it. And it's sometimes the girls give me a hard time because I get so excited about new purses that I wear every (laughs) color imaginable. And they, they just joke. They're like, and just thank you. It took you forever to decide this. I'm like, I know, but you just never know. Sometimes you have to be shown that you're going to be able to make money off of it before you can continue to carry it. Yes. We've, we've done that with products here. We, we carry something and, 
And people may love it, but they don't order it very often. Yes. So then it's like, yeah, we, we can't keep carrying it. Right. So then we switch them to being specials. Like chili is the main thing. Yes. We used to carry chili every day, and we were just going... We were not selling very much of it. Right. So we finally switched it over to being a special, and we sell out every time we carry it now. Yeah. So it's it's all about how you're going to be able to get rid of as much as possible. Yeah. So yes. That's uh, and, and that goes for any business. That's... I mean, if you're going to produce something, you want to get rid of it so you can make <laughs> yes. money off of it. So not will not have to uh, sell it for cheap or throw it away in our case. Yes. So. You said you went to Atlanta to look at the purses. Where else do you source your products for, from? So um, a lot of a lot of my ordering is done online um, because we have like a high enough turnover rate typically within our clothing that I just do that online. So then we're always getting fresh. Um, a lot of the home and gift I do out of Atlanta just because that's the largest gift market. Um, and I still also have some reps that come and like they come and visit me and we sit down and go through catalogs and, you know, I say catalogs, iPad catalogs yeah, and, and order that way. So just kind of depends, mm -hmm. you know, um, and these are wholesalers. You're these buying are wholesalers. From? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so say I was going to come in, and purchase something mm -hmm. and this is a very very broad question what's what's the price range for for some, what you carry um of course it depends it, absolutely <laughs> i understand that yeah um we'll pick something for example like mm -hmm. um like tops typically tops will say are anywhere from 25 to 35 mm -hmm. maybe a little more just depends on what you're getting or how specialty it is but i would say like on tops that's kind of the range you're looking at yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Unless you're shopping the 50% off clearance, you know, which is nothing wrong with that too. Yeah. You can catch you a real steal sometimes between like, you know, 10 and 15 bucks. So. So with the, your products are, do you have anything for guys or is it mostly tailored towards women? Uh, mostly towards women. <laughs> of course. Um, I'm trying to, run through my head because when I went to market, I tried to pick up some more guy things. Um, we have soap and of course we carry scents for men, which I think the women buy just as many of those for themselves mm -hmm. as the men. Uh, yeah. And we do have men that come in regularly for that. Um, we have a few, and I say few men's gifts. Um, and that is something I would like to grow in and figure out. But I just haven't found we, those things yet. We've talked for for a long time that we are missing a men's shop in Vincent's. Yes. There are many, many women's boutiques and yes. stores and clothing and, and all this. But I can't name a single one, unless you're going to count like like the sports stores or something right. like that. But there, I can't say that there is a store in town that uh, that men can go into consistently especially right. locally owned right no and uh, i i think that's a gaping hole and, and you know honestly i don't know that that is even a good demographic because i don't know how much men are going to go in and shop for that right women may be go may go in there and shop for their man right but i you know that's so far flung from my expertise there well but, and and but i just look from my own point of view is right. I can either go and, and now especially with JC Penney's being closed mm -hmm. I can go to Walmart 
or I can go to maybe Kohl's. Well, Kohl's has stuff. Right. And um, Marshall's. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, those are all big box. There's nothing small in mm -hmm. the area that we can go to. So, if you're looking for something else to do. <laughs> Actually, some people have already brought that up to me, and I'm like... I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like my plate is full. Oh, no, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, you yes. got to run with what you already got before you open it up a that's whole right. other can of worms. That's so, right. Yeah. And, and, again, that's it's for guys, so you may not necessarily know what right. is trending for the men. So yes, you're exactly I, right. I definitely understand that. And we're here with Christy Morin, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back right after these messages. NUOC Entertainment has all of your entertainment needs. Whether you're looking for music equipment rental, an MC or DJ for your event, an acoustic act or a full band for your entertainment, we have what you need. With over 20 years of experience, we can fill your entertainment needs. Call or text at 812-890-5180 or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash NUOC Entertainment. Hurry, spots are filling fast. Frank's Restaurant in Vincennes, Indiana is the best in fresh-made food. Located at 508 Main Street on the historic 1st Main Street of Indiana, Frank's offers a unique dining experience with delicious food. Open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and open the first Friday of every month from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the first Friday at Frank's. A dining experience mixed with local artists. Great for getting to know what the local area has available. Frank's, try something different. All right, and we are back with Christy from Attic Salt and Oak and Acorn. Um, and this business has progressed for you. You started off with Attic Salt. How did everything grow from from Attic Salt? You, uh, you mean, tell me what you mean. Well, you, you grew from Attic Salt, and then you started the um, the gifts yes. and, and everything. Yes. And then you moved to... Yes. The Oak and Acorn, which is a completely different building. It's not even integrated into right. Attic Soul. How, how did that process evolve? Um, well, let's see. I, we, like I said, we started the, the clothing in 17. Um, in all fairness, I had really no thought in mind of doing Home and Gift. Um, a lady come to me. Actually, I think it was during spring on Maine, mm -hmm. and she had shopped with us a few times. Um, she was a gift rep, and uh, she was like, you know, you really should think about adding some gift. Mm -hmm. So we started adding just a few pieces here and there, and I, I mean very minimal on the boutique side, the yeah. clothing side. And um, she became a friend, and she kept talking to me. And in the middle of talking, she kind of, you know, corks, you know, or she convinces my husband that I need to do this. Well, then, of course, he kind of gets after me. And they're both, uh, we laugh about it now because uh, we make jokes about how that all kind of came about. Okay. And so she was really instrumental in helping us uh, get Home and Gift going. She, um, and she's still to this day, she goes to market with me. She, uh, actually she's no longer a gift rep, but she reps cards for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, she comes and helps me reset the store. She is beyond good to me. That's awesome. Um, and so we, 
she helped me get the gift side going, the home and gift side. And so um, it just gradually kept pushing back. The wall, we had like, you know, just a movable wall. Mm -hmm. And we would watch it every so often. It would just go back and go back. And now it's gone as far back as it can go because we still need some stock room. Yeah. And so it's now a permanent wall. And uh, so then that came about and... I can't even remember when that permanent wall was built. Maybe 20 or maybe 21. Mm -hmm. 20 was such a blur, oh, I yeah. feel like. Yep. So maybe it was 21. Um, and then we kept discussing the baby shop thing. And I kept telling my husband, you know what? I, I The location is going to have to be close to my current location. I kept having all these stipulations. Mm -hmm. And... He kept saying, you're trying not to open it. You're just, you know, you're just finding excuses. And I'm like, yeah. well, this is my stipulations. And um, the landlords to my current shop, you know, called one day and was like, would you have any use for this building? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that was my last stipulation I was holding on oh, yeah. to. So, you know. Because there's no way no. that you're going to find something right next no. door, right? And then. So in my mind, boom. I'm just not going to say anything to my husband. That was like, I, I thought, <laughs> oh, I just won't say anything. He won't know. Yep. And uh, we're sitting at dinner one night, and he was like, did you talk to anybody today? And I said, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> he's like, not even the landlords? I'm like, oh. He's like, they called me first. I told them to call you. I'm like, yep. he's like, there's no excuses left. And I'm like, okay, I guess we really are doing this. Mm -hmm. So here we are. That's awesome. Was that the only barrier with the with the new business is the location? Because you'd already opened the boutique, was it a little easier to get the child the children's line up and running, or was there some unique problems there? Well, uh, children's is a whole different ball game than women's. I feel like it's it in the fact that it's a niche market anyway. Clothing, finding clothing that is trending here mm -hmm. is harder um and i know that sounds strange but um we're kind of known for carrying trendy um not what i would say classic pieces as much um and when we initially opened the baby shop we had kind of a combination and found that okay this style sells a little bit, but doesn't sell real great. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was kind of a learning process. And I will say the clothing that the trendier clothing for kids that sells best for us is a harder market to find that is still reasonably priced. Mm -hmm. That's good quality that you're not going to pay $600 to get a shipment um, you know, because now I will say when we order those shipments, we tend to order bigger shipments at one time. Um, and I feel like the seasons of clothing for kids run a little different, even though the seasons are the same. The buying, what when people are buying for their kids, like if they're going to be buying a few outfits, they tend to want to be ahead of the season yeah. more so. So it's just different. Whereas Attic Salt, I feel like, is a more all everyday sell. Not that the baby shop's not. It's just more picky, well, I think maybe I should say. With kids, it seems like you're always planning for the future for right. the kids. So you're, you're not necessarily 
if a woman was coming in going, oh, you know, it's cold out. I need to get me a sweater or something. Right. Instead, you're going, oh, well, here in three weeks, it's going to be sunny again. I need to get the kids something that they can wear. Yes. For the spring or for the summer. or yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense that happens. Uh, when you're ordering cl- clothes for the kids' side, are you able to use some of the same distributors, or do you have to go different places to get those clothes? Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Um, kids' clothing, I mean, I i don't know that I have even found any adult clothing companies that sell kids. There might be a couple, mm-hmm. um, none that I can recall ordering through. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's its own thing all together. Do you think that's kind of because the maybe a manufacturer will have two different companies, but it'd be the same manufacturer for those clothes? Because I've seen, like, um, I try to think, some stars that come out with clothing lines will come out with kids' lines, but they'll call it something completely different right. from what they they run do you do you know if that's what's going on with some of that or or is that that could be some of it um but you know you never seem to find if they're integrated they try to keep them so separate um that i i don't really know what i think is going on there and Mm. maybe it's just because i'm still too new to it you know yeah and still trying to figure it out like you said you're always need to always (laughs) be learning something so yeah yes i get that uh, you were talking about different trends for the kids being different than the adults. Where do you go to find trends? Like, what's going to be hot? Do you like fashion shows or? Um, a lot of it you can just tell in ordering. Um, because so, especially for women's, there is almost like, almost like big online shopping malls. Mm-hmm. And they have thousands of stores within these quote unquote malls. Um, and you will start to see trends. I also, you know, keep up with what's the Pantone color of the year? Mm-hmm. What's the fashion color of the year? Because they don't seem to be the same a lot of times. So a lot of times you'll see a lot of those colors. Um, markets, you'll see a lot. Um, but a lot of times, too, when you go to markets like that, there are so many vendors there that you can find just about anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether I like a wide variety of things, um, but you try to stick to kind of what do I typically carry or, mm-hmm. you know, or what kind of style. I don't know that I would say Attic Salt has a style per se because I like everything. Yeah. So we try to carry just a wide variety that kind of touches on everybody if possible. Mm-hmm. So has that yeah. helped, has that served you in bringing a larger demographic into the yes. store? Cause yes. I, you know, when you go to like, um, Oh, what am I trying to think? Hot topic or something. You, you know what you're going in there for, right? It, it's going to be a certain type of clothing. And, but you, do you, do you carry anything similar to that in there or is it more boutique? I would say, um, I would say more boutique, mm-hmm. probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's just funny. You know, you'll have different shoppers go to different, yeah. different places. And yeah, you, not everything is for everybody. So, right. Yeah. Well, and we find, you know, people say, what's your typical demographic? And I laugh. I'm like, 
18 to 80. Mm -hmm. I mean, truthfully, because we carry such a wide variety that maybe some people only come in for the home and gift or some people only come in for the clothing. And so it, it allows a larger age group to be able to shop with us, I would say. Well, and that's good because that, that brings in more opportunities, more opportunities to sell stuff. Yes. Yes. You, you always want to be appealing to as many people as possible. Yes. We've always said that we're not, we don't cater to kids in here. We do not have a kid's menu. Yeah. And the serving size does not make it conducive to kids. That does not stop kid, this being some kid's favorite place to eat. Right. And, well, and it's hilarious. We'll have a guy come in, and and mo- mostly it's guys bringing their daughters in, and and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, We'll try this. We'll try getting getting them a burger, and we'll get them some mac, and and they'll have that burger gone before anything else. Yeah. And the guy's like, I, I've never seen this before. So it's it's always funny to see that because we don't think necessarily it's going to work out, but every time we're we're proven wrong. So that's that's good. <laughs> that's right. That's but, right. <laughs> uh, but it's also just kind of kind of funny that we did not think that's what way it was going to go, and it it worked out in our favor with without us even trying. So. <laughs> All right, what changes would you like to see in the local area to make operating your business easier? Probably the hardest question that I asked. That is hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You got me on that one, Will. Let's see. Are there other ways that you would like to see for advertising or is there other community outreach that you would like to see that maybe would help bring people into the store? I don't know. I would say, I think, like, I think our chamber is, is good about helping us. Marketing is always my hardest thing personally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I talk to a lot of other business owners my age, younger, or even a little older, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I love marketing. It's so much fun. Yeah, no. I feel like that is the hardest thing for me. So I guess maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe for me it would be marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that that stuff is out there. It's just me getting to the meetings, you know, or me getting to where I need to go. Um, I love the festivals we have down here. We always stay open as long as they're open because Mm -hmm. that is one of the best advertisements for us. People being able to walk by and see it is always a visual, visual attractant. People will, especially if you're open at that time, Yes, they not only can be like, Oh, look in there. They can go in and look at what you have. And we, we found that boost as well. Whenever there's a festival going on, we try to try to bring people in from the outside and and that helps out a lot especially the spring on main yes and um the art walks on friday Mm -hmm. and everything have have been a very big boon for us so i'm sure that's helped you out as well big time yeah big time Uh, yeah definitely what what other community outreach have you been involved in here in the last i don't know last year or so um i help with I, I'm not sure if this is what you're asking mm-hmm. me but like I help with um or have helped with a few of the CEO things yeah um for the kids um I actually am mentoring one now um I think that's mm-hmm. that's the main one yeah you know and then just trying to help out with 
I mean, people are always looking for, like, say, donations and stuff for school stuff or, you know, benefits or whatever. And we try to help out with everything we can. Yeah. You we, know? we run into that a lot. Um, everybody's coming in. Yeah. Wanting, and, and unfortunately, we can't help everybody. Right. We, we have a finite amount of money that we can use for that. So we Excellent. try to do as much as we can with what we have yes and sometimes it's just a, a product that we can yeah. we can help out with which in most cases that we can do that but like we have you know we do the civitan every year we do yeah. uh, gift cards on that and so you know that's that's helped out a lot and i but, think people are pretty appreciative of anything you can do and you know my hope is always that they understand that especially I mean businesses period but especially small businesses they do what they can mm -hmm. you know if, if they tell you no it's not because they don't want to exactly it's because they can't or you know maybe their money is funneled to something that you know they feel is important yep. um, and so my my hope is always that people you know they understand that yeah you know it's some of that is an is an education for yes. people you're always going to have a person or a couple people that are going to be mad no matter what you do right but being able to roll roll with that and and just kind of let let it slide off your shoulders and yeah you know do absolutely everything you can yep and and try to be as gracious as you can but yep. there is comes a point where no means no i'm sorry yeah yeah we, and, we and you hate that but mm -hmm. you're not doing it out of cruelness exactly. you're doing it out of you know you're you're surviving too exactly yeah you you have to outweigh the benefits versus the yes. risks on that and sometimes it's it's no just for the benefits yes what business resources do you see out there that are able to currently help you um let's see you mentioned you mentioned earlier the chamber has helped you yeah. out with stuff yeah yeah i feel like they're really good about you know trying to help out small business um they're good about if i have questions or mm -hmm. sometimes i'm just like at wit's end like please help me try to think of something you know uh marketing wise or whatever um and jamie and them are really good about shooting me some ideas mm -hmm. or, you know, that sort of thing. I think a lot of it too is just talking to other business owners yeah. and being real, like, Hey, this is an issue for me because what is an issue for you might not be an issue for someone else or, or some, somebody that has the issue. They may not even know that is an issue right. without you communicating that. To right. Them. That's, that's a kind of a common theme is, is being able to communicate with the local businesses and having those lines of communication instead of being, Oh, well, how dare they and right. going to them and going, Hey, you know, maybe not, maybe not screaming at them, right. <laughs> but <laughs> saying, Hey, you know, this is an issue. You think we can work something out. Right. And, and it's when you when you don't go to that person that you build up those walls and, and it just makes operating business, especially on main street where we pretty much know each other. Yes. That if you, if you're going to be an agitator, everybody yeah. else is going to know it and it's not healthy for the economics of main street. Right. So yes. I, I completely understand that. And that's, that's where we kind of are too. We just want, we want everybody to succeed. Yes. We want everybody to know what's going on on yeah. Main Street. Yeah. Know your different options. Well, and you need, we all need each other. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the more that's here is the less 
that people need to leave town to go mm-hmm. get something. In the last 10 years, the way Main Street, especially Main Street, has exploded with new businesses. Yes. Instead of just having, now, don't take this the wrong way, <laughs> we have, we used to be just all antiques and, right. and all tchotchke shops. And, and you have a little bit of that, but you're more boutique. It's, it's a little right. different than that. But there used to be like, what, six or seven antique shops on Main Street and there kind of wasn't anything else and now a lot of that has switched over to being multitude of businesses throughout Maine. Oh yeah. You've had like record sellers been here forever and you have other other shops that have been here for a long time but now we have your shop, our shop, you know. Yeah. um, Isaac's been here for quite a while but Old Chicago's fairly new still and so it's been nice to to be able to bring other stores so it makes it a destination, not yeah. just a stop. We really have a nice variety on Main Street. Yep. We have a nice variety of restaurants, you know, bakery, mm-hmm. several clothing shops, gift shops. Yeah, you know, I mean, you name it. Like yep. you said, record store. I mean, so I feel like we have a nice mix of things. Mm-hmm. Coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. So. We, there's a couple more storefronts that we get those filled in. This will be yes. just a game changer with some with some different yeah. different stuff. There's and and it's nice that this is the parade route as well. Yes. And at the end is Patrick Henry Drive where everything is going on. So it, yeah. it's nice that we're able to offer all these shops and hey. We also have the 4th of July Festival or whatever's yeah. going on, Strawberry Fest going on. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, Watermelon Fest. And, you There's, know, it, it's nice that we're right here and, and all yes. that happens. So. Yep. What are the plans for the future? Well... <laughs> Um, do you have do you have anything else that you're wanting to go or, or are you just hoping to stay on track with what we got going right now? So I am never... I am not a never say never kind of person yeah. because um, I said never and here we are. Yeah. So um, as of now, I will say um, we are, my plans for the future is to grow the baby shop, mm-hmm. um, to grow our home and gift and grow our online business. Um, kind of in the works of trying to get the baby shop website is almost to completion. It's up and running, but, um, you know, just trying to get the back end things and get everything on. And then the whole store will be online. Mm-hmm. That is my hope for Attic Salt. That one is probably going to take a little longer than I originally thought yeah and there are some things just that just aren't feasible to get online Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's not feasible to ship a 20 pound wall hanging or whatever it may be um so there will be some things that are not online but um i would like to see that grow and get to completion of course that's always adding to but that's my ultimate goal so um i guess i would say Grow the baby shop, grow the website, and grow websites in both, and grow uh, the home and gift. Web the website for us has been the hardest part to to develop. We talked a little bit before yeah. we were recording, um, and and we kind of have the similar issue is is getting everything, all of our products up yep. on the website. And for us, it's it's how many do we have left because we can't be like, oh well, we're sold out just 
wait, here's a pre-order or anything. Right. It's, it's and we're out. Sorry about you. Yeah. And our issue is, is we don't want somebody coming in with an order and we have already ran out of it. Right. So we're trying to parse down that and, and get our numbers right before we go online. And, you know, it's another whole venue of being able to order. It is. But it, that's what we're working on. And it sounds like that's where, yeah. where you want to get everything. Yeah, that and getting the websites out there. You know, I think <laughs> that that's a whole nother thing. Promotion for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you find that you're like, I was so focused on getting the website that whenever we launched it initially, I'm like, where's everybody at? Yep. You know, well, and, well I, and it's kind of funny because you're sitting there thinking about it the entire time going, oh, man, everybody's going to know all about this. They're going to love it. They're going to yeah. love it. And but in, in your mind, you think everybody has an idea of what's right. going on and nobody knows. at all. No, they don't. At they all. They don't. And you can Google at it. You not you know what's going on in my head. Facebook <laughs> it. You can do all of that yep. stuff. But. I honestly think it takes time, patience, and determination because, you know, I feel like a lot of times it maybe takes more energy than I have. You know, some days you have a lot of energy and you're gung-ho, and then the next day you're like, can somebody please just, you know, blast this out there for me because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Um, so it's just a process and figuring that out. And I was talking to a girl who does websites and she kind of smiled at me and she was like, you know, at the end of the day, you never get a break from marketing. Nope. Just when you think you've got it figured out, they change an algorithm and you better just keep rolling campaigns, Yep. you know? And I, I get that. I get that. Some days it, does feel exhausting well and the field changes so much without you even knowing it yeah and and unless you are focused on that you're gonna you miss the boat and you it takes a couple weeks to get back sometimes a couple months to get back into what you're going to do yeah um we're we talk about resources and and us being here on main street have you been able to use the pantheon's resources for anything they they have a lot of business um business meet um oh like courses yeah well courses but they also have a lot of like uh donuts and designs where they have little programs where you can meet other business owners have you been able to use any of those i'll be honest i haven't Mm -hmm. because sometimes between you know well with a hectic schedule there's not always the time for that so i understand um i have done like um a few of the courses they have been so good to me like Mm -hmm. I'll be like, girls, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that day I'm the only one in the shop or yeah. whatever. And so they've been good about, you know, recording. And then I just pay the fee and they send it to me, which yeah. is perfect because I can do it at home. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've got a 13-year-old who plays several sports and, yeah. you know, it's just you want to be good at everything you do, Mm -hmm. you know? And I always say, I want to be successful, but I also don't want my kiddo to grow up and say, my mom was so focused on being good at her business that she didn't have time for me. Well, and and that's kind of a self-conscious thing because you may think that, that he doesn't see 
that you're you're focusing on him and the business. But right. he under, I mean, he knows where where you're making your money. At. He so, does. He so does. He's, he's a smart kid, and he's and he's good about it. But you know, I guess maybe it's more so me. It is. I want to yeah. be. I I do. I want to be good at both. Mm-hmm. Um. So I try to find that balance. Yeah. You know. So. I understand. Yeah, and it's uh, it's nice to be able to. Well, and and you're in a unique position, just having the the one kid. You don't have a couple to chase around yeah, no. so you're able to concentrate <laughs> a little bit on the business and yes yeah that it, it's a whole once you add two or or more oh. kids it's a whole nother yeah complication a whole <laughs> no, nother set of <laughs> equations you have to do <laughs> yeah. to get your schedule worked out so yes my yes. my mom's a uh, a cpa so she you know oh, wow. does all those numbers and everything uh-huh. she's been pretty good about calculating time out usually so <laughs> Her problem is, is she always wants to do too much though. It's, yeah. I, I got to do this activity. So yeah, I think that's a mom thing. It is I a do. little bit, you know. but you know, all the kids are moved out and she's still doing things. So well. <laughs> sometimes you have to keep yourself busy, but sometimes it's like, Hey mom, listen, <laughs> Yeah. it takes, take some time for yourself now. Yes. Right? But I, if she didn't have something to do, she wouldn't know what to do with herself. So. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> probably true. But I mean, she's been a business owner, her, her most of her life so i mean it i i understand where that drive comes from so yeah it's a one thing after another (laughs) all right well hey i want to thank you for coming out here um where if people were wanting to find you online uh where would they go um attic salt would be um atticsaltboutique.com and uh oak and acorn is shop com. And then, of course, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and trying to do TikTok. That's a whole nother undertaking, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I refuse to do TikTok myself, so it's it's one of those. I know. Anytime I'm behind a camera, I kind of feel silly. Like, I'm gonna, you know, it, knowing me, I'm gonna end up doing something silly and making myself feel silly. I understand that and feel the, the same way. It's more of a... Uh, personal thing with yeah. tiktok than than it is me looking silly because we do silly stuff all the time here, right so <laughs> that doesn't doesn't concern me too much <laughs> but um where are you located at we uh Adixel is on the corner of fifth and main so it's 502 main street in vincent's and then oak and acorn is i say always say right next door but technically if you look at it there's a shop in between which yeah. is our home and gift shop yeah um and it's at 506 Maine. And your phone number? Let's see. That's a tricky one. Adixel is uh, 812-316-0492. And Oak and Acorn is 812-316-0440. All right. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you once again for coming on here and uh, and talking to me and explaining all about the clothing business because that's something I have no clue about. So. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Yeah, well. absolutely. Well, hopefully here uh, in a couple of weeks, maybe we can have you back on and see where everything's going. Sounds so. good. All right. My name is Will Peppers, and I want to thank you guys for coming out and hanging out and listening to me, and you guys have a great evening.